0: Welcome to Reshape, a podcast that connects you to great thinkers and change makers. My name is Rania Masri Al Khatib, and I would be your host. After a 20 year career built with passion and tenacity, I launched my own boutique advisory called the RMK Collective. In the past, my projects were always a success when the right people were empowered by the right ecosystem. I believe that energy is the fuel that creates powerful synergies and creativity. I will create for you talks from the human collective to debate and inspire you around topics and trends impacting our societies and industries at large. Together, we can learn, grow, and redefine success. What an amazing time I've been having interviewing Um, and hosting this podcast for you and interviewing these amazing guests, friends, new friends, um, a lot of new discoveries of people that I knew uh, and learned so much more from them through the conversations that we are having. When I started this podcast and I told you that it was really for me more of uh, how do I uh, put out to the world and give access to more people um, the opportunity to access these conversations that I usually have in private with a lot of these amazing entrepreneurs, with these amazing therapists, with you know these change makers as I've called them. And the last season was about entrepreneurship and I really wanted to pick three very different entrepreneurs. And they really couldn't be any more different if you think about what their experience has been, their profile as a person, um you know the markets that they have or the industry that they were in but i felt that each one of them tackled really one area that i thought would be very interesting for or, or you could take a lot of learning from which i know i took a lot of learning from the first one um no man who is the co-founder of Crep protect which today has become probably the number one sneaker uh, cleaning uh, brand out there and it has all types of product obviously to take care prevent your sneakers from getting dirty but also clean your sneakers and we all know that sneakers today have become a trading commodity so it's extremely important to keep the quality of of the product intact and the amazing, um, you know, points that that were raised by Norman during our conversation, that's why we called it reshape brand building, was first of all, how they started this brand and how they started organically from passion. For me, it starts with passion.
1: Like, like when, when you have passion for something um, and then you really drive that messaging when you speak to someone, someone feels that energy from you.
0: From uh, a very natural evolution of content creation that went viral and they dared they took a risk of doing these crazy videos of dirtying very expensive sneakers and and using and showing how their product actually works right and the reason why many of these videos got shared was not necessarily for to share about Crab protect but it was just like mind-blowing videos that were being done i think if I'm not mistaken, no one said in the bedroom, you know, in their bedroom, and they were just testing and playing with it. No crazy budgets, um, you know, no uh, crazy performance marketing, uh, you know, budgets in order to promote it. Really a natural viral. Why? Because they knew their audience. They knew their product very well. And they really knew how to infiltrate because they were part of it, but really infiltrate the psyche of that sneaker culture, that sneaker collector, the person that's obsessed with their sneakers and what they want to do about it.
1: We just created um, um, very amateur, homemade content on your phone, uh, and we created a uh, Instagram account, Cred Protect, and. And yeah, people looked at it, and people were like, wow. But as time went on, we started to use more and more rare and and, and off the sneakers, given that stamp of approval and that stamp of trust. If we can do it on sneakers, and, and the tests used to get crazier and crazier. We started with ketchup on shoes, and then we used to dip it in Powerade, or, or, uh, and we were very clear on just making sure we shot the consumer.
0: So really, taking from that, obviously, so much more has developed with Norman, but I, what I love the most about it is really how you can start small uh, by being very authentic and by knowing your community and knowing your customer. When I had also the the chat with Ghazlan, um, who I've known for a very long time, and I still today ask a lot of people to go back and listen to this, especially when I am mentoring or advising startups, or when I speak to some founders that are having you know, second thoughts or uh, you know, debating, should I have a co-founder with me or not? That is a topic that Hizlan and I discussed, because the second time around for Hizlan, when she relaunched the MODIS, she relaunched it with a co-founder, with a partner, which she didn't do the first time around. And I loved learning from her the benefits of having somebody. At the end of the day, it's all about, you know, being human and going through this entrepreneurial life um that is very lonely, that is very confusing, that is ups and downs, you know, and going through it with somebody that shares your values and shares your pain, the ups and the downs. And I loved you know what she, you know, talked about when it comes to how to choose your co-founder and the importance of aligning values. It's like the role of a an owner and an influencer. That's how it works. Uh, you know, she owns certain areas. Uh, but when it comes to main decisions, we make them together. Um, but some decisions I trust that she's going to, you know, she's going to do. And then the same thing within my area. And that's why when it's complimentary, it's um, it's far easier. And she also, you know, stressed on that when it comes to, you know, people that are raising funds and who are your partners. And what I love the most, uh, and I really see this a lot in my you know, in my in my surroundings today and when I look at, you know, people that are raising, um, either people that exist today that are raising or people that are about to launch, the people that are existing and looking to stay afloat, um, it becomes a little bit of... Unfortunately, you're not in a decision-making seat when you are raising because you need this money because you have people, you have suppliers, you have employees and you have responsibilities. So what ends up happening is you're not as picky with who you get married to from an investor pool or advisory pool. Um, and that can sometimes you know, be detrimental to the life of a startup or of a brand if you don't associate yourself with Uh, partners, because your shareholders are partners, that share your values and believe in your vision? So alignment on values is number one. And those values are values of you as a human being and values of what you want to create. Because if you don't have the same alignment, of, of course, you can have some differences, but alignment on on the values is super important. That was another thing that I really loved, and I learned a lot among many other things. And I really am happy to have been able to engage with Rizlan because I have accompanied her throughout her journey, and I know how much she has worked on um, on you know on resilience, and that's why we called it reshape resilience because entrepreneurs need that, and many entrepreneurs fail and learn from their failures and build on their failures and build a model that took all these learnings in consideration the second time around. So that was a, a great uh, moment. And then my session with Joey Razal, who I've known for a while, and I'm a huge fan of his restaurants, and I've always experienced his restaurant um, 360. You know when you go into this four D movies where they tell you all your sen- senses are going to be um, are going to be heightened. This is how and why I wanted to speak to Joey because I felt and I know that he puts a lot of attention when it comes to this. That
1: sense of discovery is really really important for me because it creates that sense of almost false expectation. You don't know what to expect, but when you walk in, you're enveloped completely by the space.
0: But my biggest surprise was how much uh, first of all how much his passion for film has impacted all his projects and the execution of his projects which i love because as i said on the podcast i come from a background working for a brand like ralph lauren for instance whose ethos and storytelling and collection making all comes from him being so inspired by movies um you know like the great gatsby breakfast at tiffany's by movie stars such as Audrey Hepburn, uh, you know, and, and, and many of those. And I felt, you know, now after speaking to Joey, I can see that he's definitely probably lived in an era, uh, you know, of, of these old movies, etc. Because he is definitely an old soul and understand that kind of glamour. And you see it in the execution of his restaurant in London in Mayfair. When you go in, you're completely transported into another era. Um, that was a, a big learning on how he applied, you know, his, his passion film into casting and, and creating the experience in his restaurant.
1: The most important part of storytelling is casting. Um, you know, you can have the most beautiful set And, uh, you know, you can invest very, very heavily in design. But ultimately, it's all about the the characters that you fill the space with.
0: But also, what I loved about our conversation, and I, you know, for those of you that have not listened to it, please go back and see how as an entrepreneur, and we called it reshaping gastronomer, so that was a new word for me, as an entrepreneur in gastronomy, is when he found that they were doing something well. He also saw that this is an opportunity for doing it for others. And boxing, if you want, uh, boxing that know-how into another startup or another So every time I tell him, so how do you train people when you go for this? It's like I launched something for that or I co-founded a company for that.
1: People don't know, but actually it's the standard in Dubai, all restaurants and hotels use the platform that I co-founded to recruit their staff.
0: Creation of concepts, uh, training uh, employees, recruitment of employees, because we talked a lot about how nowadays you're not recruiting on skills, you're recruiting on personality and you're recruiting on potential. But how do you do that?
1: We try to find people that have this love for serving others and we'll teach them the rest. And many of our, all of our restaurants in Dubai today are run by people has started with us as busboys and runners. And they're all now restaurant
0: managers in under five years. And I love the fact that he was able to um, really see the need to scale this kind of skill or know-how to other people if they wish to obviously you know, hire or engage with these startups or with these overall you know there's so much more that we can do on entrepreneurship but I felt one highlighting people uh, from the region or that have done business in the region is very important to me because I think that we have I mean again this region is really becoming the center of the universe if you ask me and so much creativity and so much innovation is coming up from here and the idea of exporting And not just importing talent is um, very important to me at Reshape. Um, And I'll try as much as I can to highlight either entrepreneurs that are from a Middle Eastern background or are, uh, you know, launching and are here. And I will not focus on entrepreneur, focus on change makers, people that are really trying to make a difference and innovating in any type of of form. So the next season that I'm super excited about, and I'm filming it as, you know, as we speak, and it will start launching soon. um, I really want to have a deep dive with, you know, a few people on the importance of people when it comes to business. So a lot of us talk about businesses and how you innovate in business and basically what goes in your mind. but it's very important the human to human interaction and in everything that we do, and for all of us that are either trying to make it in the workplace, trying to make it as entrepreneurs, trying to make it as you know advisors, um, trying to make it as founders of you know the smallest to the biggest type of idea. What do we need to have? You know, what are the skills that we need to have? What is the experience that we need to have in order for us to shine through and keep going? And, um, and I'm asking a few people, these questions, um, a little bit about personal branding, uh, you know, and a little bit about, uh, emotional skills and maybe skills in general. So please download the episodes that I talked to you about. Please send me your feedback on the episodes that I have or on guests that you would like me to explore Any topics that you feel I have, uh, obviously, this is just the beginning, but any topics that you feel should be um, on this, you know, on this podcast, on this platform, this platform is for you. um, And I need to learn from all of you as well. So I'm here to listen and I hope that together we'll keep reshaping mindsets and reshaping um, stereotypes and reshaping societies and industries. Thanks again and big kiss and speak soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. For more information, you can find me on Instagram at Rania El Khatib or at RMK Collective. See you soon.